Welcome to Pat Sherlock's podcast series, interviews with top mortgage sales leaders. Learn practical tips for improving sales management results. Let's get started. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for joining me today. Today's topic is personalization and marketing success. My expert is John Sharoka. He is president of Sharoka Brand Management, a marketing and public relations agency specializing in the mortgage and real estate industries. John has a background as a former mortgage loan officer and is active with the Mortgage Bankers Association. He was chair of the California MBA Mortgage Innovation Committee. Hi, John. Hi there. How are you? I'm great. And this is such an important topic. I can't wait to get into it. But I just wanted to start off with talking about how did you get into the world of mortgage banking? Sure. Well, you know what, Pat, it started out, I went to Marquette University and right after I graduated, I was talking to my dad about what my next step should be because he's always been a great mentor to me. And knowing my history and sales-oriented positions that I had an interest in real estate, he suggested that I explore becoming a mortgage loan originator. And I really had no idea what that was at the time, but he had uh, already started the agency and had clients in the business. So he introduced me to one of them. And then soon after that, I started working for a mortgage broker. Mm -hmm. And I moved around a little bit first, but then finally I landed at a really great company that taught me a lot about the business and provided me with a mentor in a, in a really killer training program. So at the time, rates were kind of inching back up. So I moved from dialing for dollars to really honing my skills, developing relationships with real estate agents. So it was really at that, at that time that I learned how important marketing and differentiation was. And eventually I, I saw a lot of MLOs around me that were, you know, doing less business than I was because I was figuring things out. And, and yeah, I was working with, I'd say probably the second or third largest brokerage in the area at the time and, and uh, doing quite well. And, and uh, that's how I became interested in the marketing aspect of things. And I joined the family business because I knew I could add a lot of value there to the business and, and could help other companies and LOs. And, and the concept of leveraging everything that I had learned to help them was, uh, was pretty exciting to me. Well, it sounds like a, a fabulous start to your career, and especially when you translate it into marketing, because you know what the loan officer experiences in the field, which I think a lot of marketing firms don't know. John, talk about the challenges that you have in your current position, especially it's now a more difficult market. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, Pat, every single one of our clients right now and prospects is trying to do more with less. And it's really a combination of, of having less marketing staff, reduced budgets, and an overwhelming demand to squeeze more out of both. So in some cases, lenders are looking for a way to outsource an entire marketing department, and in others are looking for uh, a fractional CMO type of arrangement where you know they can engage someone to handle their most critical day-to-day -day needs ranging from um, things like maintaining their websites and, and social media presence to working with CRM like Total Expert, Surefire or whatever you know they're working with and you know it also ensuring that LOs in the field continue to get what they need. And, you know, we, we help them with all of these things. And, and that's really what I'm seeing out there right now. 
So when you look at the trends for the rest of the year and, and actually going forward, how do you see the trends in marketing and, and mortgage banking? What should mortgage lenders be thinking about? Well, marketing overall and marketing tools are much more sophisticated than ever right now. And the key trends are really going to be in honing digital marketing skills and for many getting much better at it than they are today. And that includes building skills around social media, SEO, SEO is so important, and also pay-per-click. Better use of data, including tracking results, identifying target audiences, and creating more effective marketing messages which ties right into you know, our topic today with creating personalized messages that speak to individuals as opposed to groups. So using data to segment and create highly personalized messages is going to continue to get more and more sophisticated. And Pat, as you can imagine, AI is going to play a huge role in all of this going forward from task automation to personalization and targeting. Well, this so that's is, really what I see going forward. Yeah, well, that's a good point to jump off into what we want to talk about today, the personalization and marketing success. And so, John, from your viewpoint, talk about what personalization is, because I think there's a lot of misunderstanding about it. Well, you know what? The thing is, is that in order to build a business, you have to get people to trust you. You simply cannot do that by taking a generic, impersonal approach to your sales efforts or your marketing tactics. So when you engage uh, in a real estate transaction, everything revolves around your ability to navigate the process with the buyer, navigate it with the agent, and, and really all parties to that transaction, which requires good relationship and partnership building skills. And frankly, to get that referral business in the first place, you have to have those skills because your ability to get things done, once you get that referral, once you earn that referral, requires those soft skills. If you think about how MLOs can take an approach to their marketing and, and selling efforts to create uh, relationships with real estate agents and other referrers, you, know, you, have to, you have to really start with yourself and understand your why, why you got in the business, why you believe that you will succeed in a very competitive environment, and why people should want to do business with you. And if you can't nail those things down, if you can't nail down why people should do business with you, then what exactly are you selling besides rates and programs? You're, you're just hollow at that point. And so, John, yeah. do you think it's fair to say that marketing, and I think sometimes what I see with lenders that they are confused about marketing is really developing, I think, a personal brand awareness about the loan officer. And then, of course, selling is the actual when we get to influence on the one-to-one -one relationship. Sometimes they seem blended and not really understood. Do you agree with that? There is some level of confusion between those tactics, correct? Sure. And so would you say it'd be fair to say that the marketing component in our world today of mortgage lending is really about the loan officer developing their own personal brand? Would that be fair? Yes, absolutely. And so 
talk to me, and this is one of the gripes that I might have when I look at the marketing that lenders do, and especially sometimes it gets really defined as being sending emails out that are generic to everybody so everyone's getting the same email. What's your thoughts on that? You really have to know how to segment the emails in such a way that the recipient feels like it was an email that was meant for them. And part of that is like uh, understanding the needs and pain points of, uh, that agents face and then really make it your job to figure out how you can help them, you know, because they have, they have time constraints or they're juggling multiple clients and transaction issues, coordinating with various parties to the transaction. And they have admin tasks, keeping up with technology, self-education. What else they have to, and then on top of all this, they have to figure out how to stand out to attract new clients and you know, deal with market fluctuations and, and manage client expectations. So you really have to be available to them and you have to be able to speak to their pain points and you have to be extremely good at returning phone calls, text, emails, things like that. And all of this stuff, including the personalization aspect of that and knowing how to develop those relationships and having those soft skills is really critical to developing trust and reliability. You really have to have a consistent uncanned. You know, you were speaking to much more of a canned approach, but you really have to have a consistent uncanned approach to following up and developing relationships with them. And, you know, I mean, it, it includes the soft skills. Like you have to look for, you know, common ground, activities you in, uh, both enjoy in common and things of that nature. So, John, talk about this issue between the lender and the loan officer. What is the marketing that the lender should be doing? And what is the marketing that the loan officer should be doing? Well, what the lender needs to do is focus on the corporate brand and the in developing the internal culture and their corporate brand and showing that they can keeping up their website and showing that they can really pave a pathway for success for loan officers that they bring aboard. Because, you know, one of the most important functions of a mortgage company is to focus on recruiting smart. And you know what, actually, this leads to a conversation that I had with Brian Hale. One of uh, Brian Hale, he's a CEO of Mortgage Advisory Partners. I'm not sure if you know him, but they help mortgage companies with business planning, financial planning, production channel optimization, and much more. So he mentioned he mentioned a few things that would help companies be successful in 2024. And one of the items that he mentioned was recruiting smart to gain market share. That was a very important point to him. And in order to be able to recruit well, you have to be able to demonstrate that you can pave a pathway for their success. And you can help them, you know, uh, you can help them with what they need to be able to do very well. And so what is the role of the loan officer when it comes to marketing? And what I see, and I'm sure you see this too, the lender gives them these emails and then they think blast emails are going to do it. And then, but everyone, all the loan officers have the same emails and in other words, the same content. What are your thoughts on that? Like I was mentioning before, I would not recommend that. It's not a good way to approach marketing at all. 
And it really, and what what uh, loan officers really need to do is they need to be able to segment their database in such a way that they can send out much more personalized and targeted emails. And therefore, you know, in, in doing that, the recipient can feel much more like the email was meant for them instead of something that was just sent out to the masses. So, John, do you think there's been like an over-dependence because it's easy to do and there's so many CRM companies where we send blast emails out and all of those types of things? What do you see from a technology standpoint? Um, people aren't opening their emails anymore. I mean, it's <laughs> even employees aren't opening their emails anymore. And so versus uh, our now world of video, what are your thoughts on that? I think that the problem is that the emails are not very well segmented and the approach, like you were mentioning before, is more of a canned approach. And I think that what happens is that over time, people who receive these types of emails, they open them and they come to recognize the senders and then they automatically discount the quality of the email that the sender is sending to them as being something that is not relevant to them. So therefore, they miss they miss out on the opportunity for that open, that click, and uh, taking the next steps. So yeah, I think that uh, I think that that's a uh, that's definitely a big problem, and that's why that's why why email open rates are so low now. And also, there's another side of it, and there's uh, an email deliverability issue as well. So a lot of emails, there's a lot of issues with respect to emails actually hitting the inbox. But I think that that's a completely, that's another conversation for sure. So talk about video. And I see it in my sales training classes because we train them on using video from a prospecting standpoint, whether it's a realtor or it's a consumer. And do you see, if you can't do video or you don't want to do video that you really aren't going to be in sales because this is our world today. And maybe tying back to what Brian Hale was talking about, recruiting smart really should be the ability to handle a video presentation. What are your thoughts on that one? I think that that's a really good point because if you can't, if you can't convey what you need to be, convey over video, then that presents a bit of a challenge for that loan officer. So I would say that it's really important to be able to have those skills. And so when you look at the technology, and you mentioned that early on when you were talking about it, the technology is certainly sophisticated. Do you see that the, the loan officers and even the, the sales leaders aren't really using the technology or they're not using it correctly? Let's put it that way. You know, and from what I hear, I think it's the combination. I think uh, there are loan officers that don't have the time to keep up with mm -hmm. certain things from a technological standpoint and therefore they need to i mean look you know what they have many time constraints placed on them just like real estate sure. agents and all parties to the transactions and they're tasked and they are taxed with originations and origination volume so from that standpoint that's going to be their real focus and where it comes to keeping up with with things from a technological standpoint and honing certain skills you know that can be that can be very difficult for them to accomplish so to the extent that a company like ours is able to step in and be able to pro provide them with a more 
automated way of executing things like, for example, social media posts is, is quite valuable to them. And so when you look at, you did mention AI and AI and its impact on marketing. How do you see this playing out? I happen to be a great fan of AI and use it myself, but how do you see it playing out when it comes to marketing? You know what? I think that um, AI is, can be very useful in some areas, but I would be very cautious in terms of how you use it and what platforms you engage with. There is a drastic difference, for example, between, you know, <laughs> like a chat GPT and compared to BARD. There's a drastic difference between how those two platforms really function and how they work. And I think that to the extent that you can, you can take that uh, to other AI platforms and really be able to understand how the different platforms operate and what they provide and also be very cognizant of the dangers associated with using them as well um, mm-hmm. is very important. Well, time has flown by and we only have a few minutes left. Uh, if you could share a couple of takeaways for our listeners today regarding personalization. Sure. You know, one of the things that I would say is, you know, focus really on like I was talking before about having a consistent, uncanned approach to following up and developing relationships with real estate agents. And and I think that one of the things that you can do is really focus on education, educating yourself and educating agents you would uh, like to do business with, providing valuable insights and resources, creating educational materials for them, really makes you a trusted advisor. So I think that that's really the core to what you should be focusing on to be able to build that relationship, to build that trust and reliability. Well, I can't agree with you more. I think this world today, that's how you establish trust by conveying not a product, but conveying how you're going to help them and that you're a trusted advisor. I agree with you 100%, John. So I'm glad you brought that up. I want to thank John for sharing his thoughts today. And I want to thank everyone for listening to Mortgage Manager Playbook and certainly look at our previous episodes on the website. Thanks so much, John. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We appreciate you spending time with us. If your sales team needs training in hiring and lead generation, schedule a free consultation by emailing me at psherlock at qfsconsulting.com.